0: Thank you. Hey, folks, welcome uh, to another edition of the Mental Health Podcast. I have uh, with me somebody exciting today. I have a journalist and a writer, uh, Maria Inca, uh, with me. Hey, Maria, uh, how are things going on with you today?
1: Hi, Sanjay, it's Maria Leonor Inca. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Uh, so so I, the first thing that I uh, do as part of this podcast is ask people to talk a little bit about themselves, uh, you know, give themselves an elevator pitch on what they're doing and where they're at. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, definitely. So I am a journalist and a writer. I have been doing this for 10 years
2: uh, mm-hmm. between
1: Ecuador and the U.S., I started uh-huh. very early at the age of 17 years old uh, with my uh-huh. brother founding our own newspaper. Now uh-huh. I'm working currently for the Hispanic LA newspaper in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I also work recently as a news reporter and anchor for Estrella Media, Visión Latina. Those are Mm -hmm. Spanish language television networks with uh, coverage of California and nationwide for the United States. I also write a column for my blog uh, in Mm -hmm. women issues, subjects, breaking stereotypes, Mm -hmm. stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Mm All
0: right. Wow. Sounds like uh, you've been doing a lot and 17 years. Wow. Uh, That that's really young for uh, somebody (laughs) to be working in this industry.
2: Yeah. So
0: Mm -hmm. uh, you know. uh, Can you talk a little bit about, you know, being in this, you know, journalist industry, you know, uh, how does, you know, mental health work for you? And like, you know, what does mental health mean to you?
1: Well, to be honest, um, before the pandemic, that is very important to mention, I Mm -hmm. thought myself as a journalist who has to fulfill big responsibilities, uh, stressful deadlines, and that's normal It's part of the job. But during Annie. the pandemic, I had the opportunity to learn about myself more while I was helping other people. You know, mm-hmm. I was facing firsthand the financial crisis in California, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I was in the streets when nobody was out there, just the police mm-hmm. and us, mm-hmm. the media. So mm-hmm. it was empty streets. It was scary. And then helping families, for example, to fight for their rights in the street to don't be homeless, to don't get evicted. Those are very mm-hmm. traumatic things for those people who are suffering that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I learned during those two years of working on mm-hmm. the Friday that. I'm also a human, and it was mm-hmm. stressful for me too. So, mm-hmm. I had a big breakthrough during those times. One of mm-hmm. those difficult days where I had to cry with a family who is crying because they're going to be evicted, that
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was feeling overwhelming and experiencing anxiety. But until mm-hmm. then, I have not recognized it in words that mm-hmm. I can also experience that because, of course, in our community is not really uh, we don't really get to speak about that or acknowledge that mm-hmm,
2: so mm-hmm. i had
1: this incredible moment of breakthroughs thinking well i think i'm experiencing anxiety or something related or similar and i guess it's okay if i feel that mm-hmm. way so i mm-hmm. started honestly as raw as that and as simple as it sounds
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, one thing that uh, people didn't recognize during the pandemic was uh, the journalists had to be out there. Right. Uh, A lot of attention was paid towards uh, the medical uh, domain wherein like people were to face the problems due to the pandemic itself, uh, being in the front lines, but uh, not a lot of attention was uh, paid for the journalists. So thank you for highlighting that. Um, You know, um, one thing uh, that I ask people is that, you know, some of the misconceptions about, you know, mental health, uh, what are some of the misconceptions that you have encountered with, uh, you know, other people or, you know, people in your own community as well, so...
1: Well, I mean, the most important one that I heard growing up in everywhere is that if you feel a certain way related with Mm -hmm. mental health issues, you are weak. You are Mm -hmm. not strong or you're not smart. So Mm -hmm. if you have fallen for depression anxiety, or simply need to go to therapy, it was a sign of something bad has happened to you in the Hispanic community and many other cultures is probably the same. So mm-hmm. coming from that place, you're embarrassed to, to talk about it or to accept that you need help or that you can mm-hmm. feel sometimes depressed or that you don't want to start a new project, that you feel too, too small to do it or that any experience that you have in your life, let's say a divorce, then you're mm-hmm. experiencing some sadness or depression, you wouldn't want mm-hmm. to talk about it. So that's one mm-hmm. of the misconceptions that I have to live with, grow up with, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm currently not thinking in that way, mm-hmm. that's not my, my, it's not my mindset anymore, but mm-hmm. I think it happens in many cultures, In a, still in the U.S. in the 21st century, people mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable to openly say that they mm-hmm. have any kind of mental health issue, because in your job, or in your company, they're going to label mm-hmm. you, oh, that's mm-hmm. the guy who has anxiety, or that's the woman who says she has for parts from depression, the label mm-hmm. is, it can be bad, it can be bad to be mm-hmm. labeled, not to be helped, just to
0: be judged. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, you you mentioned a very important concept there wherein, like, you know, they, it's so hard when, you know, people are being vulnerable, they are trying to open up and talk about their own sort of mental health. And uh, if, you know, you get labeled based on what you express, um, it it is even more challenging to uh, people who have been in these situations and uh, not being able to uh, open up about what they're dealing with as well. Um yeah. And, uh, you know, one more thing that I wanted to ask you about was like, you know, in terms of your own mental health journey, uh, where where do you see yourself as at right now?
1: Well, after that, discovering and some therapy and some self-development work that I have done that I'm very interested on it, I think mm-hmm. I am in a good place, what is called being aware, a place of awareness mm-hmm. and curiosity. Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. i don't have the solution for anything that is happening to my life of anybody's life but i do mm-hmm. understand how these feelings can f- take place in my life let's say an anxiety attack based on an emergency that happened to you your car mm-hmm. got stolen uh, mm-hmm. your loved one just leave you the next day right mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. um, i'm a millennial single woman in los angeles Dating mm-hmm. is hard, I am newly divorced and single. So all of mm-hmm. these things can create a lot of insights in young women and men in Los Angeles specifically, mm-hmm. for example. So mm-hmm. I am aware of that and how this plays in my, in my life, for example, if I don't wanna wake up and exercise, oh, I can see right now that I'm not starting my day uh, mm-hmm. as a, in a healthy way. I'm being self-destructive, I'm being self-sabotaging mm-hmm. myself. So yes, it can take an hour to recover, And Mm -hmm. use some kind of resources that we can share after what it is, but Mm -hmm. I can put my life together again and and have that job or that beautiful day that I'm supposed to have or that work day that I was supposed to have. So Mm -hmm. being aware and being curious of yourself is very Mm -hmm. important. I'm very curious about learning about myself.
0: Definitely. Uh, I mean, y- you mentioned a great point there. Like, I th- I think I've noticed this myself trying to sort of understand what I'm dealing with and being curious uh, in terms of uh, uh, saying that, hey, you know what, I'm not doing fine. I'm not doing OK. And taking that time uh, to sort of be being more comfortable to uh, where i am at and uh, how i can be more compassionate with myself um, is a great resource and uh, yeah just accepting myself for all uh, that i am uh, in terms of my own faults uh, and talents is is something uh, that uh, i'm learning to recognize as well uh, you oh, you mentioned you know uh, resources right so can you talk a little bit about you know what resources that you can share with other people as well uh, dealing with you know their own sort of mental health uh, problems and challenges so
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I want to clarify, I'm not an expert in any kind of uh, these subjects, but as a journalist, I have interviewed and learned a lot from specialists in mental health Mm -hmm. during Mm -hmm. the pandemic and after the pandemic. And I Mm -hmm. have applied myself these important tools. For example, I mean, exercising and eating healthy, I know is here all day around, all year everywhere, but it is Mm -hmm. the basics to start with um, good life. If you Mm -hmm. are not putting the right food, in your body, and if you're not moving your body, that's mm-hmm. not gonna help to any other issue that you might have. Or actually it's gonna create it from zero. If you never had anxiety or stress before, that's what is mm-hmm. gonna cause it. Your level mm-hmm. of energy and uh, your level of calmness, sometimes mm-hmm. it depends on what you're eating and if you're moving mm-hmm. or not your body. Mm-hmm. Another thing that is, is is very important, and I'm not the best one in meditation, But Mm -hmm. meditation can be done in many ways, and that's what people sometimes get confused. Mm
2: -hmm. For
1: example, if you walk for 15 minutes or 30 minutes in a park or in a quiet street with just green trees, a beautiful environment, Mm -hmm. with your phone uh, off, or you leave it at Mm -hmm. home, that's Mm -hmm. a way of meditating. When you are driving in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. most people hate, hate um traffic is the most Mm -hmm. common thing to say as an angelino i hate traffic and people get upset
2: Mm -hmm.
1: traffic believe it or not can be a moment to use to meditate Mm -hmm. i meditate in los angeles in the freeway in the 405 where everybody's Mm -hmm. hitting each other and Mm -hmm. with classical music i'm talking to god it Mm -hmm. sounds crazy but you gotta Mm -hmm. do what you gotta do in order Mm -hmm. to have peace in your mind and in your heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another way to meditate is journaling. If you don't like walking and talking to God or to whoever is your God, you know, your spiritual great being, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. journaling is amazing. You take a piece of paper or a journal Mm -hmm. itself and then you write every day what you're thinking, Mm -hmm. how you're feeling for 30 minutes at least. Mm-hmm. that can literally help to learn a lot how you're feeling mm-hmm. and just let it out. It's pretty much kind of like a self-therapy. So journaling mm-hmm. has tremendous uh mm-hmm. good impact in your mental health and also in your quality of your day. You're good to go after writing all the bad stuff that is coming from your autopilot mindset right. that Is toxic sometimes. You need to put uh-huh. it that outside in paper. It's almost like Take out your demons,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> put them paper and now go and live life as yourself. The best version of yourself is that is a kind Definitely. person, you know, it's not an <laughs> evil person. And the other important one that I do practice is to eliminate, eliminate external damaging factors. Delete mm-hmm. off your favorite social media app from your phone, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Your favorite mm-hmm. one. It doesn't matter. It's not a good deal if you do the one that you don't use. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is Instagram because I'm a mm-hmm. kind of content creator at the same time. So mm-hmm. delete TikTok, Instagram, or WhatsApp for a day at least. Try it.
2: Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. my
1: case, I haven't opened my Instagram account in two mm-hmm. months. My friend mm-hmm. thinks I'm dead. It's funny, <laughs> but I do right. say that mm-hmm. that's the moment you also is a friendship test. Delete your mm-hmm. social media for a week and see who mm-hmm. takes you. Mm-hmm. Then you will see who is your friend. If you don't get right. any text messages from nobody, that means nobody right. cares about you. <laughs> 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 so get real with yourself. It, like, Definitely. Social media is an illusion and you can have fun with it. I do have fun. I create content and it's helpful for mm-hmm. my career. But mm-hmm. I'm aware that it's a game of lies. So Don't get mm-hmm. lost in that game.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Um yes uh you know you mentioned so many great you know uh, things there i think you know it's so challenging today for people mm-hmm. to get out of social media because the social media is you know isn't real you know it, it's just a world where you put out a version of yourself and you want other people <laughs> to like you or like you know you you want other people to accept who you are because you know you don't have things that you want to highlight and you know um it, it is very challenging uh, and you know uh, i definitely liked your point where you said hey if nobody you know talks to you on social media then you realize <laughs> that you know it wasn't as important anyways so you know that, yeah. that was such- such great advice and you know and the other thing i just wanted to mention was like i struggle with meditation because you know people say hey sit down and then you know meditate and i'm like you know every time i sit down it's like two minutes in my mind is going to a lot of different places and i i I find it very hard to do that and like i love the point that you mentioned you can walk around right and you know this is something that i have been practicing as well like you walk around And then as you walk around, you can focus on your breath. And then that can be your source of meditation as well. Um and you know the last yeah, mm -hmm, go ahead. Keep
1: going. Yeah. No, keep going, the last one.
0: The, the last thing that i want to mention was like you know sitting in traffic and doing meditation right I, and i was like you know that's that's something that you know it can bring so much more peace and calmness on the <laughs> on the road it can have so many you know lesser accidents because you know you're doing it and you're practicing you know, being more mindful, being more aware of where you are. And, you know, you're using the time rather than complaining about the traffic itself. So,
1: yeah, (laughs) also in airplanes. I just um, yeah, when I travel, uh, it's fascinating to me to see how in airplanes People pay for the service of internet. So now when you are flying, actually in the air where you're not supposed to, you are not supposed to use phones if you're in, mm-hmm. in the, in the atmosphere, in the air, you know, <laughs> people disconnected and texting. You know what I do? I don't pay for internet in airplanes. Please, to the people who travel, I give you this trip to don't connect right. unless you are the president of the U S or you are Elon Musk, but you are not. <laughs> so nobody's really, really missing you. So then when you are disconnected, guess what? In my last mm-hmm. trip, it's hard for mm-hmm. me to sit and read for more than 40 minutes straight just like you. When I travel, mm-hmm. I travel from L.A. to Miami five hours. I mm-hmm. read 400 pages in entire book in five hours oh.
2: wow. because I wow. have nothing
1: to do. and There is no phone. <laughs> try try <laughs> not having a phone for five hours in an airplane. I invite mm-hmm. you to do that test, please.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure wow yeah i mean like i think this is such great advice that you know people can take away wherein like you know uh people say they don't have time to read you know they don't have time to sort of do certain things and you know this is your time wherein you can either you know for one take a nap or for two you know do certain things that you say you don't have time for like reading the book uh that you haven't been reading you know for uh the longest time um, as, as well,
1: another another trick uh, for people who complain that don't have time. DNB, mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. favorite time because you know what I like to go to the DNB because mm-hmm. I know I'm finally gonna read something I will never read at home.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm
1: like, okay, I'm going to take a book and I'm going to turn off my phone. So mm-hmm. you don't feel that you don't feel that time pass and you are actually happy. I mean, that's a way to encourage yourself to read a book or to listen to a podcast. Maybe that is going to be helpful for your mental health or your business mm-hmm. or, you know, how mm-hmm. to raise your children. Like just mm-hmm. use that time for waiting. There is no such a thing as waiting. Nobody should be waiting for anything. Time never stops. Like mm-hmm. you're not supposed to mm-hmm. stop living at mm-hmm. all.
0: hmm For sure. Um, You know, uh, one thing that I have been doing, like to be more inclusive is to ask people to, you know, think of one uh, dialogue or one sort of piece of conversation that they tell themselves when they're feeling anxious or feeling nervous. So uh, for you, like in Spanish, what do you say to yourself when you're feeling anxious or nervous? What comes to mind?
1: I'm going to say it in Spanish first. I hope uh, Spanish Spanish audience is listening to this. It's todo tiene solución menos la muerte. Everybody who is listening to that will know what I'm saying. It's like everything has a solution in life, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but not death. Hmm. The only thing in life that has no solution is death. So Mm -hmm. that is the most important lesson that I learned from my father when I was six years old. Uh, Mm -hmm. I used to hear him saying that to everyone. It's just something that Mm -hmm. I absorb in my subconscious level. So Mm -hmm. my father passed away around that time. So Mm -hmm. I became an orphan at an early age. So it's something emotional, but it's good to use it in your favor. He was Mm -hmm. right. That's why he died. Mm -hmm. And I'm alive. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. my five siblings and I were alive and my mom. So what are you supposed to do after that, right? Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. I guess uh, Steve Jobs mentioned that before too, how he used death as a motivation mm-hmm. to live. Mm-hmm. It is not mm-hmm. a morbid negative thing I'm talking about. Some people mm-hmm. can't even hear the word death. No, 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 it's quite the opposite. It's you find in acknowledging death, how little you are, how small you are, how insignificant you are. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: every time I'm anxious, I don't wanna wake up from bed. I'm like, don't even wanna eat or something. Those days come right to everyone. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, my father is not even here. And he mm-hmm. went in a split of a second, like why if that's me next, or my mom or my siblings that are at home, what if right now I get a text message that from five siblings, now there is four, now there is three. You can get a message like that every year, why not? I have five siblings mm-hmm. in, in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. I could literally mm-hmm. take a, get a message in WhatsApp every year on January. Oh, your brother David now passed away. Oh, good. No, your brother mm-hmm. uh, Javier now uh, died. That is mm-hmm. a world that could exist. All oh, my four mm-hmm. brothers could die in an accident tomorrow. So and then why am I making my, my life so complicated? It's not no acknowledging what I feel. It's now mm-hmm. putting it in perspective. Of, okay, I mm-hmm. can deal with this day because life is a gift. And for some reason I'm still here, or for some reason I was sent to this world,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, around the millions of probabilities that I should have not been here at the first place, probably. Mm -hmm. Why not to appreciate it so much, you know? And with that, I don't mean to be egocentric about me being the center of the universe, but Mm -hmm. in a way, every human being is the center of the universe. If you want to live life that way from a humble perspective, like the Mm -hmm. world, you have Mm -hmm. a whole universe around you. You are the main character and Mm -hmm. it's better to go out and live a good life
0: definitely yeah i mean like you you mentioned so many great points there you know they're not sort of looking at uh, death in a certain way because you know people are so scared at times like you know when you talk about death but you know using death as a motivator uh, you know using uh, you know that as a, a perspective to say hey you know what? there are so many things that I am lucky to have and not look at it as you are the center of the universe but you know uh, just to say that uh, what are the things that I can do now that I'm here um, uh, you know, th- those are some great insights. So, uh, you know, uh, while I sort of like people to uh, just take away one or two things from a podcast, you know, what would be a few things, you know, you want people to take away from this conversation that we had? So that way, you know, uh, th- this sort of resonates in their head as well. So so the most
1: one of the most important one, uh, I would say never feel weak. Or that you are worthless mm-hmm. because you have experienced anxiety, or because you are anxious, or because you think you mm-hmm. cannot deal with your life anymore. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes so much courage and bravery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to acknowledge that you are vulnerable, and that you need help, and that you cannot do it all, and that you are in a dark season, and that mm-hmm. you you just couldn't achieve what you thought you could achieve. In that. You know, you mm-hmm. lost your money, your wife, your kids don't mm-hmm. talk to you, you lost your job. Mm-hmm. So never mm-hmm. think of yourself as a failure or as a weak because mm-hmm. of that. It's just part mm-hmm. of the process. We're just humans learning to mm-hmm. be humans. And mm-hmm. then uh, number two, I think I will summarize something you said. What is an antagonist to death as in a sti- as in a motivation to live life and enjoy? It will be the gratitude. You mentioned that actually is feeling Mm -hmm. gratitude for everything we have Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. the air we breathe and the food in our table is the greatest Mm -hmm. way to start our day by the way Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) just take the Mm -hmm. plate
1: away from your table one morning and your life is over like without food is over and so Mm -hmm. gratitude i think it comes from all all sort of wisdom through the centuries right bible Mm -hmm. any religion Mm -hmm any Mm -hmm. wise human being who have crossed to this planet and the current ones that we have keep talking about Mm -hmm. the same thing, gratitude. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, another thing I would like to add is that it's our responsibility to learn Mm -hmm. about mental health. It's not Mm -hmm. taught in school, maybe now Mm -hmm. it's a little bit better, but it's Mm -hmm. our responsibility to learn about ourselves and to understand Mm -hmm. ourselves better than anyone else. Don't wait for Mm -hmm. the world to understand you and fulfill you and give you happiness as is the most normal thing to do as humans. We always Mm want to want that if people make us happy, but please Mm -hmm. understand that you are the main responsible human being on your own happiness, behavior and reaction to whatever happened to you. So basically Mm -hmm. don't make yourself a victim for Mm -hmm. too long, (laughs) for too Mm -hmm. long in any situation (laughs) you are experiencing because we are all feel victims. I feel victim when someone doesn't treat me well, In Mm -hmm. a way, I could be a victim, but just don't Mm -hmm. choose to be for too long there. You can be a victim for one day. You can be a victim for one month. You can be a victim for Mm -hmm. 10 years. Let's Mm -hmm. just choose to start being victim in a shorter period of time. And, Mm -hmm. and, And that will help a lot, you know, to be more proactive in our lives.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, some of the things you mentioned it resonated so well, and you know, thank you for you know taking this time, and you know, I hope you know this inspires more people to become more self-aware, uh, to to sort of practice a little more compassion, and you know, educate themselves and educate other people as well, so that way they don't feel you know alone and you know disconnected as well. So, uh
1: okay thank you for having me and thank you i am been learning uh, a little bit more about this uh also based on this interview that we were going to have so anything around us is always helping us to to get better even the people oh. who comes to our lives the books that we see out mm-hmm. there anything
0: mm-hmm. yeah